As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Patrick Mahomes passing the test. The Kansas City Chiefs a four-point win in Denver on Monday night. Yeah, and I tell you, Jonas, that passing the test is right. Because we know Mahomes had an amazing start to the season. The Chiefs did, too. Now, we can debate how much is Mahomes, how much is the schemes of Andy Reid, how much are the extraordinary playmakers of the Chiefs. I'm not sure what the splits are, but I think those are the three big factors. But what we know is Mahomes hasn't been or hadn't been in a standalone night game with the brightest of the bright NFL lights. We also know he was never yet in a situation that the Chiefs had to come back late. And Fez, I think by all accounts, Mahomes passed two additional tests Monday night. Big time, down 10 in the fourth quarter in the altitude of Denver, and he just engineered two magnificent drives. So right now, 1-32, to we always ask this question, 32 NFL teams, 1-32, to where is Mahomes ranked today? Today, meaning, let's say if you had a game this week, who would you want quarterbacking before Mahomes? We want Aaron Rodgers. Mm Mm-hmm. Tom Brady still, I believe. Okay. It's getting close, though. All right. And then the list gets real short, Drew Brees. So you so it's a reasonable conversation. A guy with five starts under his belt is the fourth best quarterback in the NFL. It is. So Jonas, from the fans' perspective, does that sound right? It sounds about right to me. Uh, he put on a show last night and made some of those throws across his body, some of the stuff that he was able to do. I don't know how many quarterbacks in the lead can make some of those throws. He was fantastic. And to your point, on a big stage, standalone game, 
passing multiple tests in a big division rivalry game like that, he was awesome. You know, my job is to get questions answered. To me, defining what the right question is is the first step to ever getting the right answer. And I've been asking this question to everyone I know. And we asked it last Thursday to Greg Cosell, who should know. And, and I'll ask Lombardi the same question at the bottom of the hour. How in the heck did this guy go 10th? Explain it to me. Because it was the same draft that Trubisky went second? Am I, am I remembering this right? I, I get, I mean, like, I don't understand. It's one thing a guy like Dak Prescott plays better than you expect, and you say, hey, I still see his limitations, but they don't seem to matter. That's what they said about Dak. Well, as the years have gone by, maybe they do matter. And we've seen other quarterbacks like that. Kaepernick, remember the narrative. Oh, Kaepernick, Kaepernick is somebody that should have went, not wasn't a first-rounder. But then when he was playing well, taking the team to the Super Bowl, oh, my gosh, how didn't they draft him in the first round? Oh, now we see why. And for not talking the politics or anything, but rather physical limitations on the field. What in the heck were Mahomes' limitations? I actually wonder if this was more about him coming from the Big 12 than anything else, that people couldn't get it through their minds that a Big 12 quarterback could have could take what he did in college with the air raid offense and that it would work in the pros, and Andy Reid in Kansas City spotted it. Kansas City's GM had an eye on Patrick Mahomes for years, and Andy Reid knew about him because he would throw him videos or shoot him some videos, some YouTube clips, and say, hey, check this guy out. I just don't think anybody thought a Big 12 quarterback could really do this at the NFL level. You know, Jonas, I think that's a very valid point if it were like the fans predicting how well someone would do. But, and again, you're in L.A., you're around professional sports teams more than I am, but I follow this stuff pretty closely they're measuring how long each quarterback's pinky is. They're measuring how far they can throw in the wind and the rake. If you just look at the intent, the tools, you know, in baseball, five-tool player, if you just look at the measurables, where where's Mahomes' limitations there? <laughs> he doesn't have any. So, <laughs> I mean, we saw Bradford go number one from Oklahoma, right? My, I'm remembering that right. The Big 12. Yeah. Right? So... Brad, you're looking at me like I'm speaking another language. No. Baker Mayfield, too. <laughs> yeah. The well, that's a good – there you go. Wow. Now, there we go. Like, they look at May- – who has better physical tools, Mayfield or Mahomes? Jonas. Oh, Mahomes. Okay. And they both played in the Big 12. Yeah. And they both played in some new age offense. Yeah. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it is it is bizarre. I, I I don't know why teams didn't see this or or what they you know did what they thought he couldn't do. Maybe they thought he was too reckless with the football that he would that he would throw. Across they his love body. aggression typically, right? Because they figure ultimately they're going to figure out when not to make the throws. Right? They don't like the dink and dunk guys usually. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're safer. <laughs> Look, Hugh Jackson liked Tyrod Taylor because he would be safe with it, and then he turned the ball over a couple of times, and it was like, oh well, I guess I better go with Mayfield. It's just. Since quarterbacks have become so important, you see anyone with any potential picked in the top five or seven, 
even if it's a flyer. It's, I mean, look at it. I mean, compare Mahomes to Josh. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Josh Allen. Oh, wait, it's Rosen that went 10th, right? And Josh Allen went seventh. How do you compare Josh Allen with Mahomes? I'm not talking about this year's performance. I'm talking about all the things that lead quarterbacks to be taken. Isn't Mahomes clearly the better prospect? I'm not talking about what we've seen this year, right? That's hindsight. Also, by the way, guys, I'm R.J. Bell. This is straight out of Vegas. We've got an extra wise guy at the table. He'll be shining in our next block, when we talk college football, his name's Ken Thompson. He has a take, though, on this Mahomes situation. RJ, first off, it's Texas Tech. It's not Oklahoma. So you look at Mayfield first because it's a, you know, a storied program where Texas Tech has always been that program where they're just trying to get up in the upper echelon there of the Big 12. And the way that mm-hmm. Mahomes played there for Kingsbury, reckless abandon. So I think a lot of... General managers looked at and said, that's great for college. You may be able to keep your team around for a little bit, but in the pros, you're going to get crushed like that. And he's just defying the odds right now, and he's better than a lot of us thought, except for Kansas City. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you look at Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, that was the big four that you expected to compete for the title, correct? With Absolute, Alabama. Absolutely, without question. Looking at those four with Notre Dame as the wild card, has any of them been upgraded since the year started? Meaning before they had played a game, any of those will call them the second four after Alabama. What you thought before the season started compared to now have any of them been upgraded? Are any of them better than you thought? No. Uh, and the closest would be Georgia, and they're pretty much flat compared to what they were. Maybe slightly better, but I was down on Georgia uh, more than most just because of all the personalities. All right, so Georgia about the same, OSU about the same, and Clemson, Way OU about the same, yep. and Clemson clearly down. Absolutely. Significantly. Several points, at least a field goal. Okay. Now let's... Wait for a second about Notre Dame. So, Ken, do you agree with that? Meaning, So no one's up for you amongst the second four. No, and I, the reason I would give Georgia the nod against Alabama if we had a scenario is just they're SEC and they're familiar with Alabama. So when you say the nod, you mean you would have Georgia winning more than half the games against Bama or having just any chance? Having any chance. Okay, that's a debate. Yeah, me, when you say the nod, you mean? Over the other number twos. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and you've got – who do you have number two in your power Georgia, ranking? Georgia so, right now. So we're both of you guys are saying Georgia has the best chance because, one, they're in the SEC together – and there's not the, the the fear factor. Yeah, and who knows? You know, Nick Saban more than Kirby Smart is right hand man for eight years, and obviously in that title game a year ago, Georgia clearly wasn't outmanned. Now here's the thing: tell me the scenario, and Jonas, jump in if you've got it. Hmm. Tell me the scenario that Georgia and Alabama makes both make the playoffs. Well, let me just jump in first because it blows my mind, R.J., that this happens and that it continues to happen in college football. Now, Missouri and Texas A&M just got to the SEC a couple years ago, but this is 10 years now, counting this year, where Georgia and Alabama 
have only played one time, one time in 10 years. How does that happen? You only had 12 teams, six in each side. Now you have seven in each side. How do you only play Georgia one time in the regular season? 2015, the only time they've met head-to-head. And it's because Alabama's got a great way of finagling schedules. They'll play the Citadel this year before Auburn. They play an FCS opponent every year, week 11, before the Iron Bowl game. So it is what it is. They're the best team. But at the end of the day, the scheduling's an absolute joke in the SEC. So what we're saying here is Georgia has only played in the regular season Alabama once in how many years? Ten, counting this year. Now, is it a coincidence, Brad Powers, (laughs) Alabama's been favored like 129 out of the last 130 games, right? Some variation of that. Do you have the exact number? Uh, Right now, it would be 117 out of the last 118 games. (laughs) Okay. And (laughs) what game were... Bam! What game was Bama the underdog? Yeah, in 2015, on the road at Georgia, Alabama was a slight underdog. Huh. <laughs> I was Final score: say, Alabama 38. Huh. I was going to say, did they play the Patriots or something? I don't remember. Like, well, but, but think about that. So we're saying the one time they've been an underdog in 118 games, and somehow through some randomness or whatever, they never play in the regular season. Hmm. May I remind you, in this archdiocese, God don't run the bingo. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now it is best bet time, and we start with Ken Thompson. All right, let's get back to those Kentucky Wildcats. Look, it's a great story. They're 5-0. and Benny Snell up there for the Heisman consideration and got good odds on him, 8-1 to last week. So I know some people, very sharp people I respect, that got down on that. But they're going to A&M, and it's the 12th man. Clemson's been there. They've also gone to Alabama. So they played two of the best teams in the country. A&M will be ready. Fisher will have them ready. And Kellen Mond, one of the better quarterbacks that knows how to improvise. Also, Travion Williams, the running back, he doesn't want to be outshined by Benny Snell. Look for him to have a big game. I like A&M a lot, minus the five and a half. I think they win this game between seven and 14 points. I'm all over the guys with the 12th man, the guys from College Station, Texas A&M. Okay, so this is early Tuesday, early best bat. And usually if you got an early best bet, if you are going to play it, play it early because as the week progresses, the lines get sharper. And when they get sharper, well, you win less. Bet early when you can if you like it. Brad, what's your take on that bet? Yeah, I've already bet AM. I love the Aggies in this game. So no green button. No green button. Uh, no, I'll have a green button. Benny Snell, 8-1 to one to win the Heisman. Those guys, that's expensive toilet paper. He's not going to win the Heisman. All right, so let's that's... do it. Let's do it real quick because we can quickly negotiate a bet here. So the market's eight to one. I, I'll, I'll give you twenty five just... to one right now. Holy cow, Ken. On Benny Snell. It, it doesn't matter. Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, my God. Tua Tagovailoa. It's like betting that? against Secretariat, man. Are you kidding me? Tua Tagovailoa's <laughs> got it wrapped up. It's what if done. he gets hurt? That's the only way. So you're saying the market is 8 to 1. Yeah, that's right. The best. If I go out like and say, I, I want to bet this guy to win the Heisman, I can get 8 to 1. Brad Powers says, Ken Thompson, I'll give you 25 to 1. Ken says, no, thank you. And there you go. Wow. Got to give Brad. Hey, listen, give Brad some credit. Right there, no doubt about it. RJ, I'll give him some credit real quick. Cash Daniel also suspended first half there for Kentucky, their leading tackler. So a good first half bet, but that line won't come out till day of the game. All right, so best bet early from Ken, Texas A&M. You know, there's an old story in baseball where they say Babe Ruth called his shot in the World Series. They say he pointed the towards Cubs. the fence. Yeah, against the Cubs, pointed towards the 33. fence. 
But nobody knows for sure if that's true. A lot of people have debated whether or not that's sort of a make-believe to make Babe Ruth seem like this mythical figure. We have somebody who we've actually seen call his shot. Somebody who actually pointed towards the fence and, in fact, did hit that home run. And that somebody is Steve Fezzik. Yeah, it was impressive. I mean, it was like it was like he had a premonition. Some people have premonitions. It was like he had a premonition. Fez, tell the story last week. So one week ago, I picked the Cincinnati Bengals plus. He, he didn't get, he didn't, you think he'd be a little shy coming out like, oh, shucks. No, he comes out <laughs> screaming. Like, let me tell you about this. Bengals plus five and a half. I say, you got to bet this now. The line is likely to drop. I like the Bengals a lot in this game. So the line drops all the way down to three and a half. What happens in the game? The Bengals are trailing by five late in the game with time running out. Everyone who bet the Bengals late in the week is sweating it out. A.J. Green makes them the money, not us, because even if they hadn't gotten the end zone, we would have cashed plus five and a half. That's Steve Fazek. In all the five boroughs, I'm known. I'm known <laughs> all over the f-ing world. It makes sense. Now, listen, Faz, you actually put out your line move predictions every Thursday, right? Yes. Five of them a week. You say, these five NFL games, this is the way I think the line's moving. You've done it for years. And when the line moves, if the line doesn't move at all, it's a tie. When it moves, you've been right over 70% of the time. Now, why does that matter? Jonas, think about a, 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 an NFL game you like. If Fess says the line's going to get better for you, you wait. If Fess says the line's going to get worse, you bet it early. And 70% of the time, you're going to get a better number doing it that way. Makes a ton of sense. All right, Fez. By the way, you can follow Fez on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, F-E-Z-Z-I-K, at Fezzik Sports. Get those on Thursday. 30 seconds, Fez. What's your early best bet this week? Batting, betting Seattle plus seven, hosting the Rams. Seattle has the biggest home field advantage in the NFL worth four points, and Seattle has only one, played one game at home. So their stats don't look very good because most of their games have been on the road. Home run situation for Seattle and the odds makers. They've had enough of these Rams cashing all these tickets. They've inflated this line, Seattle plus seven. So you're, so you're saying you think the line's going to go down? Yes. The Rams are the most bet team in the NFL, and Fezzik says that the line's going to drop away from the Rams. Now, that's a prediction. We'll be checking in next week to see if it's correct. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.